Hey, hey guys, what up? This is your girl, Model E, of course, coming at you with another solo dolo. I really love saying that. So what's up guys? How y'all doing? Ladies, how y'all feeling? Brothers, are y'all alright? Have y'all been doing what I've been telling you to do, guys? Keep up with your women, keep the conversation going. Have you did anything I told you? Because I can help make your life a little more simpler, but y'all gonna listen to me one day. <laughs> All right, guys, so thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode of the In Your Friends podcast. So as you know, we are in corona season, and I know that a lot of you are tired of hearing about it, but guess what? It's a conversation that we all will have to talk about because this might be our new norm if you don't want to embrace it or not. But in reality, this is something that we should have been doing, stuff that we should be doing in our lives. Like we should always keep ourselves clean, keep our hands clean, you know, sneezing in our arms or in a tissue and discarding it. Um, using sanitizer every time we touch something that's foreign or something that other people has touched you know we should wash our hands and sanitize our hands but now we just gonna have to do those things in greater amounts now we just have to learn to be more careful but we cannot let this disrupt our life um, you know stop our plans things that we have done because you know what? I've thought about it and I really thought that it was going to put a damper into my situation of what I have going on. But I have came to the conclusion that this is just another stumbling block in our lives. You know, we go through many things and we can tackle anything if we put our mind to it. It's just another stumbling block, guys. And like I said, and I know I'm not, I'm not going to talk about this long, but I do have a few things that I want to talk about with this coronas about different things, but I am going to get into some other subjects tonight. But back to where I was, um, I do believe that all this is happening for a reason. You know, the environment, the world, we got comfortable with what we're doing. You know, we do a lot of things. We do too much. And it was time for us to sit down, sit back, relax, and just rethink our lives. Ian friends, and this COVID nineteen has really led us to understand that family is important, self care is important. You know, learning to check on others and love others, and you know, just be respectful and be mindful of things. It had taught us a lot. Now there are a lot of people out there who are struggling with this. Um, there are a lot of, you know, the mental is kicking in at this point because you have people that are basically kind of trapped in the house. You really can't go nowhere. And I get that. You know, I want to get out the house too. And I want to go do things. I want to have fun. I want to go be with people. Speaking of people, no, I'm not going to be around a lot of people after this is over like that. Just because some of this stuff would still be floating around. Once this is all over, it is not totally over. They're just going to open up the economy back so we can try to get back to a little bit of normalcy in our life. But today, as with everyone, you know, they're doing protests and like they protest here in North Carolina um, the other day. 
And um, I think one person actually had went to jail for it, um, which was good. They probably should have took everybody to jail because they were protesting about the stay-at-home order. It is something that is put in place to protect us. But many people don't understand that. They just want to get back to the partying and the drinking and the being other people's face because they can't stand being to themselves or being home with their family. And a lot of you guys out there who have um, a wife, your significant other, and you guys always got to have someone at the house. You always got to have parties. Right now, you are forced to have that conversation with your significant other. You are forced to be inside that home with that person. So when you guys hear me say this is make or break season, this right here, being trapped in the house or trapped in the closet, wherever you are, this right here will determine your relationship status, your lifestyles. This right here will let you know if what you got is real. This is make or break season, people. And um, speaking of make or break, I wanted to get into how this quarantine is lead to increased domestic violence. But before I start that, I want to say Thank you to all my new followers, to my old followers out there. Thank you for spreading the word about the Ian Friends podcast. My goal is always to promote and empower women and also give you men some knowledge too. You know, I like to fill your knowledge basket as some people hate when I say that, but that's my thing. I'm going to fill your knowledge basket because sometimes I do, you know, I give you that knowledge to say, hey, hmm. Model E says, if I do this, this could be better. You know, so I like to have impacts on people's life. You know, that's what I'm here for. So, and that's what this platform is for. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you. Continue to follow me um, on social media, on Instagram at Ian Friends Pod, also on Twitter at Erica Jones with this E on the end. And like I introduced to you guys last time about my new added adventure called Natural Me, um, please go and follow on Twitter at Natural Me Life. That's N A T U R A L M E E L I F E. And also the same on Instagram. So come on, follow the page, see what's going on. We will be launching real soon. I know I've been saying this for a little while, but the time is definitely coming. You know, when you're working with someone else and you're not doing things on your own terms. You have to sit back and wait, but it is definitely coming real soon. And you guys are going to be excited about it. Literally, you guys are going to be excited about it. So guys, tell your wife, tell your girlfriend, tell your, your work bae, tell every female you know to follow this because it's going to do you some good. And it's also going to be healthy and beneficial to the women. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this episode. So I wanted to start the conversation off tonight with how being quarantined is bringing increased domestic um, domestic violence. Um, now, as you've heard about it, you've heard the news talk about it, about how being on this shutdown, being in this quarantine, and there are people who have been in abusive relationships way prior to this virus. And with the whole family is home, they may have kids at home, not in school. A lot of people are in danger at this point and they fear for their life. 
my thing is I understand domestic violence because I have been there at one point in my life, but I have left that. I have grown. I became wise and that can never happen to me again. It made me strong. So I understand how this can happen. And with being quarantined, being with a stupid person all day, every day, it is not a good and healthy feeling. So these people who are in these situations, they are afraid. They may be afraid to call because the abuser is always home. So they won't have a chance to call. Um, some people have stories of how their abuser had done them while they're in the house. You know, they threatened to kick them out and such and such. And it's sad. So I just want everyone to know that there is a national domestic hotline. And if you must know, this hotline between March 10th and the 24th of March they had got 951 callers just between that, what, uh, 14 days. They had got 951 callers. And typically they receive like 2,000 calls per day. Um, I'm going to tell you some of the, the stories that some of the people had said. Um, this was one caller for New York. They had reported being awakened from their bed um, because she had a fever and she wasn't feeling well. Her abuser threw her out of the front door and kept their child. Another told the hotline that she was being kept home against her will after being threatened by her abuser with a hammer and an unregistered gun. He was using the pandemic as an excuse to stop her from leaving him, she said. And even though that we... They want us to be socially distanced as possible, but how can you social distance yourself from someone that you are constantly in the house with? So they provided this program, um, this victim assistance program um, at Safe Haven. It's in, of course, it's in New York. Ian Friends but, Podcast. Um, you can call this line and every location and part of the state has something for these victims. Not just during this time, but every day they have this. And also, if you go on their website, they do have a chat service. In case you are able to chat, you can leave a message. Um, you can leave a message. Just say if the abuser comes around while you're doing the chat, you can actually leave the website without it appearing in your browser history. So just in case someone gets your phone and then go back and look, they can't tell what you were doing. So um, I want to go ahead and give this number out, write it down, whether it be for you or be for a friend. It's called the Advocates um, National Domestic Violence Hotline, and they're available 24-7. The number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. And of course, they speak in many languages. And like I said, you can also chat um, with an advocate as well. So thank you for that message. Um, thank you for listening to that message. I just felt that I needed to get that out because we are really not talking about those people you know, or those kids that are not in school that who may going through those abuse. And I just, I hate it. You know, I just wish that things can hurry up and go back to normal so that these kids can go back to school and not be in that environment. But we are not in everyone's house. We can't save everyone. But 
I can deliver this message. And if anyone needs help, they are able to call this hotline. So another thing that I wanted to talk about um, that I, I saw going around on social media with the news that they are actually think about finger pricking people before going to work. What y'all think about that? Now, they say by May, there will be, I think, like millions of surveillance vaccines. That That's what they're calling it, surveillance vaccines. They said that it will be ready. And so what this vaccine does is you get pricked by the finger. And I think it tells if you have been exposed or if you didn't been exposed, then that means it's a possibility you could be exposed in the future. The future. So, and I think, you know... Maybe it's a possibility you can lose your job, you know, if you possibly can be exposed to this. Even though there are no vaccine at this point, and I think they say that it can take like, what, 12 to 18 months to get a vaccine. But I hope and pray that one is available. We can't believe everything we hear from the media because they don't always tell us the truth. So we will have to just trust in God and do our part in order to be safe. But what could this really mean for us? Because for me, I work in healthcare. And let me tell you something. I have never been a person that likes to have anything foreign injected in my body. And when I say foreign, I mean any type of shots, like flu shots, anything like that. I never wanted it. I had my babies natural. I didn't want any... Um, What's it called? I don't even know what it's called, you know, because I didn't want it. I wanted to have my babies natural and I did. I didn't want no medicine or anything. So like right now I work in healthcare. I work for the hospital system here and we actually have to get the flu shot once a year. That's the only reason why I get it is because I have to keep my job. That's the only reason why I get the flu shot. Um, I'm happy that um, it has been good to me, you know, nothing has happened, but, um, I don't like it, but if I want to keep my job, then I have to take it. So with this vaccine, the surveillance vaccine, I really think that they probably going to make it mandatory for a lot of these jobs, you know, such as people who work in healthcare and the people who work like in these long-term facilities, because we all know within these long-term facilities, a lot of these older people who are in these facilities, they are being tested positive and they are dying. So I'm most sure that this vaccine, this surveillance vaccine will be coming into play. So just go ahead and look out for that. Um, uh, yeah, like I say, a lot of these flu shots are already mandatory. Um, if you, you know, work like in a hospital setting and, like I say, I, I really don't like to have these stuff injected in me unless it's just very necessary. But hey, I mean, we, we got to do what we got to do in order to survive. But if things get too crazy, then I have an option to say, okay, no, then I got to back away. I got to do what I got to do. So just keep that in mind as well. So the next topic that I want to talk about is... um things that we care too much about. So, you know, here on social media, there is a lot of things that going on. And I believe, and I know you believe too, that some people just do too much. 
And some people just believe in too much of what other people's opinions are. They just care about too much of the wrong thing. So I'm going to read a couple things that I think that a lot of people do too much for it. So one thing is, I know a lot of you can agree, and some of you may be mad at me, may get mad at me because you are actually this person. So it's these people who wait in line for like 36 plus hours to buy some new shoes the moment it's released, aka Jordans, or like Apple, when Apple come up with new products. You guys just swarm into a place like bees and you just sit and you just wait. And you just camp out. I never understood that. Maybe because that's not something I'm interested in. So maybe that's why I have an issue with it. But I don't get it. Like someone please tell me what is it? Somebody please um, hit me up and let me know why do you stand in line all day for Jordan's um, or either Apple products. Um, another thing is being offended. All right. So you have people who think that they have the right to never, ever be offended. But guess what? This drives me crazy. Like, okay, so we have this thing called freedom of expression, right? And sometimes people are going to say things that annoy you. Everybody is not going to agree on what you say. Because it's what? Your opinion. It's a part of life. I think being offended is like a choice. You know? <laughs> you you can't silence people, y'all, because opinion is an opinion. You know, it's like an asshole. We all got one, so you can't help it. All right, so another one is uh, trying to impress other people. I see this all the time. People always trying to impress others. You got to be you. You got to do you. If you can't be yourself, no one is going to take you seriously. You know, you're going to end up, you know, you, you're you in here, you're on social media, you're portraying that you're in this happy place, you live this happy life, but at the end of the day, once you cut that app off, you're sad, you're going through issues, you're in a dark place. Don't do that to yourself. Don't try to impress other people. I mean, unless you're trying to get a job or something, then it's natural to, you know, impress somebody because you're trying to get something. But just in your normal everyday life, just be you. Like, this is me here. Like, I like to have fun with people. If I play with you, I joke with you, I fucks with you. But the minute you give me some bull or you snarl at me, or you look at me funny, or you don't respond back to me, or you get upset because of what I say, I immediately write you off. Like, whatever. It's all good. You ain't got to worry about me. I just like to have fun. And I mean, I don't like no Debbie Downers. I don't like that. Like, don't come around me like that because I love to have fun. I'm just a fun, natural, positive girl. That's just me. So... You know, if you're not being motivated to do anything, then don't try to impress other people. It doesn't work. All right. So some people, we get into this um, relationship and we have sexual jealousy. And what I mean by sexual jealousy is that we get into the relationship and we are jealous on things based on what happened prior to the relationship that you just got into. 
And why do you get mad because your partner is talking to someone of the opposite sex? So that means you don't have no type of confidence or no control e and friends podcast. to the point where you get jealous because they were talking to someone else. Please get out of here with that. I'm going to leave that up to y'all. Have a conversation with me with that. All right. Um, that's just toxic for your relationship. Yeah, I said it, toxic. And that was one of the words that I think I put out a few episodes ago that we need to stop saying, well, is <laughs> needed for this conversation. It's toxic. Stay away. Don't dwell on things that happened in the past or before you. It's not worth it. All right, just, you know, if you trust your partner, shut up. Shut them. That's why when when these women get in these relationships with these men and then the man actually cheat on them, and then you take him back, but then you take him back and you still dwelling on what happened. Well, guess what? You took him back. Shut up. Sorry. Had to be real with you. <laughs> All right. So what about celebrity and sports gossip? All right. So we know that a lot of you treat celebrities like they're your cousins or that you're, they are your brothers and sisters. And... um to be honest, like you don't need to hold these celebrities up on a high standard. These are people you don't know. Like we have a few celebrities that actually died this year and last year. For example, Nipsey Hussle. Um, and then recently we had Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Um, Kobe Bryant, a very famous basketball player. And evidently he was a, a great person off the court as well. And a lot of people get in their feelings about it. You know, it's okay to be emotional, but for you to get all up in their mix, in their family mix, acting like you're going to be helping put an obituary together, is, is, is not okay. Like, leave it where it's at. Like, be emotional, but kind of stay unattached at the same time. All right, so... Those are some of the things that I wanted to tell you guys that you do too much on, that you care too much about these things. And all these are material things. And material things is stuff that you can always get. You you can't get another love. You can't get another you. All right, moving on next topic. So why did you guys tell me that this 50 show called For Life was so good? I mean, I sat and I watched the whole first season. Okay, two days, two days. It's not that not that bad, but it was two days. And I mean, I was on it every day, every night, back to back. I was even up to like two, three o'clock in the morning watching that show. That show is so good. I didn't know it was that good. Y'all left me hanging on that. Y'all was supposed to let me know what's up. But one little thing that I don't like about this show. Now, I love homegirl that plays, you know, she's dude wife, the one that's locked up. I do. I like her. I've always liked her. But one thing I don't like is Aaron's homeboy ends up knocking down a loving his wife like I don't get that like okay don't get me wrong I know it happens it happens because you know that person you know used to see him all the time and 
And of course, you know, you probably going to be redirected because that, that, that it feels like a comfort spot to you, you know, but it's like, how you not down your man's wife, you know, and it wasn't even fully divorced yet, even though it was years, but, and you can tell she still loved him. And, um, but that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give it to show just in case there's somebody else out there like me who hasn't watched it, but, um, that was one of the things that I couldn't get. So if he get his feelings hurt and he decides that he know that this woman really loves her husband, then that's what he get. He know better than that. He was just the next thing. Like he was just something to do because she really needed that. But that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> but y'all make sure y'all go ahead and watch for life. I think it comes on ABC or CBS, something like that. I watch it on Hulu. So I can watch it anytime I want to. But um, on a more personal note, y'all know when I get personal, I wanted to tell you guys about a conversation I had with a friend. Um, and friend, if you are listening to this episode, you would know that I am talking about you. And I am glad that you brought this conversation up because it helped me bring this content to the podcast. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because... I want people to be aware that folks are watching you. No matter if they're watching you for a reason that not the reason they are watching you, if you get what I'm saying, they are watching you. And um, so this conversation I had, um, um, you guys don't know because I really don't talk too much about my personal life, you know, like death or anything that goes on within family. I don't do too much of that. But my stepfather, a man who was like my father, passed away a couple weeks ago. And and it wasn't due to the virus. Um, you know, he was sick and um we knew this was coming sooner or later. And um he he died. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to go home and, you know, tell him his last goodbyes because due to the COVID-19, you know, no one can't really get close to each other. We have to social distance and, you know, can't really do our proper funeral for the loved ones. And that's what I've been yapping about to you guys. So this is why we got to get this down. So my stepfather died. Rest in peace. Um, I will always love you. You have been a great man to me and my brother. And um, so I have put this picture up of my mother. And uh, shout out to my beautiful mother. Hey, mom, if you listen to this podcast. So every now and then I'll go and I'll put a picture up of her because I don't see her every day because she doesn't live where I live. And, you know, a lot of time I miss her. You know, we talk on the phone, but there isn't anything like that. You know, that mother, daughter, that girl time, that conversation. Because when we used to live with each other, we used to live like right across the ditch. Yes, a ditch across from each other. And we would always just pretend that we need something like a sugar or pot or something like that just for us to you know get together with each other and just have a conversation that's just my mom you know so back to the conversation I had got a message 
from a friend and this is a, a a middle school high school friend we grew up together our grandparents actually lived on the same street so of course we played together and um so he sent me this message and he said i'm sorry forgive me for saying this but i thought your parents had died and i thought to myself and i'm like what is he talking about and then i thought about i was like Oh, I was like, no, I said, you thought the two that died were my parents. They were actually, they were my grandparents. I was raised by my grandparents, guys. In case you didn't know that, I was raised by my grandparents. My grandparents kept me. So when my, after my mom had me, they were just so attached to me. They didn't want me out of their sight. So they kept me and basically raised me. So a lot of people thought that they were my parents. So when I told him that they were my grandparents, he was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I, sh I should have been a better friend, you know, to really know about my friends, you know? And I was like, it's okay. You know, you didn't know. A lot of people didn't know. So happened, I was on the phone talking to my mother around the same time. And I told her and me and her laughed at the conversation and she was like, oh no, tell him, nope, I'm still living. You know, that's just your grandparents. Tell him a lot of people thought that was your parents like that, right? And so I told him, he was like, no, he's like, tell your mom, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. So he was very apologetic about it, but he knew me. We knew each other. You know, we used to play together all the time. And he thought that those two people were my parents instead of my mom and dad. So, um, so then, um, after the conversation, um, you know, I talked to my mom and I told her and she said, well, he's not the only one. He said, because a lot of my grandparents, closest friends that actually came to the house that I knew and saw all the time, they actually thought that I was their daughter as well. So I'm asking her, I said, well, how don't they know that I'm not your daughter? I mean, your daughter, I say, they didn't saw you pregnant. And she was like, I don't know. She said, but they just thought maybe you were adopted or something like that. It was just funny, you know, so it's just, a, it's just, you know, that conversation, I thought that would have been, you know, a good content, maybe someone else experienced the same thing as well, or close to it. But um, like I always say, I've been raised by old folks, you know, so a lot of things that I do is kind of like old ways, you know, like fix my husband plate, you know, like do a lot of stuff like that. Um, I'm just an old soul. You know, I have a, a very warm, loving heart. But don't take my kindness for my weakness at the same time because I'll bust you up. But I'm I'm old soul. Like, I'm loving. Like, you, you cannot love me because I'm a lovable person. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. He's been watching. Like, he thought that someone was my parent. And then I go, I put a picture up of my mother and it was like, hey, hold up. <laughs> so uh, so thank you, um, friend, for bringing up that conversation. And I can get that little intimacy with you guys and tell you all about that moment. And um, it kind of just brought up a lot when he brought that up. And I think I mentioned this to my aunt as well. And then she put something on Facebook and she said that 
you know, she wished that her parents, the the two that raised me, were still here today to actually see my kids, ha- see her kids have kids, their great grandkids. You know, she just wished that they were here to see all these beautiful kids. And I think about that a lot as well, because I've been the first of the grands. I've been the first of everything. And they only, well, my grandfather actually seen, my grandfather seen both of my kids, but my second one was just a baby. He was just born, but he did had a chance to hold him and everything before he got sick. And my grandmother didn't have a chance to see any of my um, boys. And um, that was just something that I wish that I could, you know, share with both of them to the fullest. But I've been blessed to have them for a very long time and they both taught me a lot. So I am okay then. But a lot of us, you know, my cousins and stuff, we have babies, we have kids and it would just be nice to have them to see that, you know, just see, you know, how much we have grown and, you know, a lot of things that we've done that they will be very proud of us. But I know that they're looking down on us. So I'm not going to get too, too cry. I'm not going to cry, but, um, but I just want you guys to know that. And, um, also just to reiterate, be safe out here doing this COVID-19 as we know that they are thinking about opening up the economy still use your social distance. Um, I'm going to try to maintain this life that what I have now, because in reality, I like it. I don't like it because I don't have an option to go out. I mean, I mean, to stay in, I'm being forced to stay in, but I like it because it saves me money and it ground, it, it grounds me, you know, like I'm not, leaving work, going to the grocery store every day. I'm not buying things. I'm not doing that. Even though Amazon is my best friend, started buying online, but that's, that's not something that I wasn't doing anyway. You know, I was doing that, but you know, right now, you know, I'm kind of buying things like necessity, things that I need. So this, you know, quarantine is helping my life and I appreciate it. But, you know, like I said earlier, I really do think that all this happened for a reason. And I think all of us just need to adjust to the new norm that we are going through and just continue to keep ourselves and our family safe. So, guys, continue um, to follow me on social media. Make sure you follow the Natural Me page. It's at Natural Me Life on Instagram and on um, Twitter. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-M-E-E Life. And also follow me on Instagram at Ian Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with a Z on the end. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my loves. And I will talk to you guys soon.